Chapter 15 of Operation Interstellar by George O. Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Once in space and safely away, Paul gloated that the former captors were without spacecraft now. He stopped the flight of the ship and spent a couple of hours making some course calculations. The return to Lantham's triplets was jerky because he was uncertain of the distance and so they made it in five approximations, ending up finally with only a few hours to go for landing. Paul's first interest was his laboratory setup. There had been plenty of time for the three-way hookup to be established, and for all he knew the boys he had set to checking it might have completed the connection, proved in the Z-wave, and gone home to Neoterra with the glad news in their hands. He entered the laboratory on Lantham Beta Three, and his face fell. Dust covered the equipment. The pilot lamps were out, and obviously nothing had been done for weeks, if not months. It was untenanted and untended. Paul went to the supervisor of the botanical setup. I don't know, he said, with a certain disinterest. Your boys fooled around for a couple of weeks after you left, and then decided that you'd gone for good. They might have sent word back to Neoterra, but it seemed a better idea to pick up and go home. So they did. Paul went back to the laboratory. Nora said, Paul, let's go to Neoterra. Why? I want Huston to know I'm all right. Paul looked at her blankly. They might have left the radio beacons on, he mumbled. What? He told her again. But we'd best get to Neoterra. Paul shook his head. Nora. Lantham's triplets is one of the best places to test the Z-wave in the system. I've got to stay and check it. Nora shook her head. Paul? Paul looked at her. Nora, he said soberly, we're at cross-purposes again. Two things are important in my life. One of them is Nora, and one of them is my work. My girl and my work do not agree, or let's say that my girl does not agree with my work. Until I get a chance to prove my work, there will always be this conflict. Since it takes such a short time to prove my work, why not wait? Nora looked up at him. I'll wait, she said simply. Will you marry me now? Nora smiled. Yes, if you don't mind a wife with literally nothing to wear. Everything I own is on me right now. But won't we have to go to Neoterra? Here we go again, growled Paul. Nora laughed and kissed him. Do you want to wait three months for the radio beacons to cross Lantham's triplets? she asked him. I wait a minute. What, Paul? Is it barely possible that? His voice trailed away as he eyed a dusty calendar on one of the desks. He went to it and began flipping pages. It's barely possible that my gang did not turn off the radio beacons for a couple of weeks after I got caught by Westlake, muttered Paul just barely possible. He went to the beacon receiver and turned it on. Impatiently, he waited for it to warm up. It came to life, and Paul tuned carefully through the band where he expected the beacons to come through. There was silence. He ran the dial far to one side and then to the other. At one point, he picked up some side splash from the big interstellar beacon on Lantham Alpha 4, leakage from the tight beam. He sat up stiffly. Nora, will you wait a week? Week? 
I've caught some of the radiation leakage from the big transmitter. We can use that. And if you fail? I won't fail. Then if you succeed, Nora, if I succeed, I'll ask you to wait another three months. Because if I succeed, I'll want to wait until the galactic survey link between Lantham Alpha 4 and Old Baldy comes in. Then... How are you going to check between here and Alpha 4? Stacy and Morrow, and you and I, he said. His voice trailed away for a moment, and then he forgot what he was going to say, because he was busy with the instrument panel. Albert Donati had been the editor of the Neoterra News through three changes of policy. The news, claiming to be politically neutral, was definitely neutral on the coalition side, presenting the autonomy party in less than favorable light, while tending to gloss over any missteps taken by the coalitionists. Like the other newspapers, the Neoterra News subscribed to the Neosol Wire Service, and so Al Donati got the same news that the other subscribers did. Al had been sitting at his desk all morning, trying to think up something bright and brilliant to say about Huston and his plans, or something bright and derogatory to say about Hoagland's gang. Even Donati had become tired of making the same veiled remarks regarding the possibility of furnishing Terra and Solarian news before it was ten months old, but he knew that the one way to hold the home tie was to keep on offering hope. The virtual disappearance, for Hoagland, was not inclined to give out his plans, of Paul Grayson had put a crimp in the schedule. For they never knew when they said one thing whether the other side would be able to come up with the incontrovertible truth to the contrary. With a few less facets to play upon, the editorializing of Huston and the Z-Wave was almost reduced to the constant harping on a single subject, which is tiring even to the most ardent enthusiast. Even a faithful believer wants some shred of proof. So the coalition party was in the same state as a prize-fighter who had trained too fine, who has reached the pinnacle of physical perfection some time before the fray. The additional news copy that would have been furnished by Paul Grayson's presence among the coalition group had been diminished. That additional space would have kept the campaign rising upward. It had been a long, dry stretch, even for an imaginative editor, with a bill of goods to sell. Manufacturing news is one of the hardest things in the world after the process has gone on for month after month. Donati was reaching the end of the string, and there were still months to go. Donati groaned, and then looked up to see a copy boy approaching, waving a reel of recording tape in one hand. Yes. Z-wave, Z-wave, said the copy boy breathlessly. So what, grunted Donati, taking the reel and slipping it into his playback. It started. Neosol Wild Service, Neo Venus. 4 August. Archaeologists today discovered the traces of a crude civilization dating at least seven thou. Donati groaned. That would make page 18 sandwiched between an ad and the local theater column. And years old. No trace of this civilization remains today. Crude pottery and some stone arrowheads. Crude pottery and stone arrowheads, snapped Donati. So what? What's the Z-Wave business? We're found among buried subhumanoid bones. 
It has been an elementary principle among archaeologists that proper burial of the dead is an indication of intella. Hell exploded Donati, Z-Wave, so this thing came Z-Wave from Neo-Venus. They all do. Engines. The arrowheads bear a remarkable resemblance to prehistoric arrowheads found on Terra. However, no connection between the stellar planets can be assumed, since arrowheads are a natural bit of design among primitive peoples and... Here there came another voice, superimposed upon the dry voice of the commentator for Neoso Wire. The whole was almost impossible to decode and separate. Like the lever, as a basic simple machine would be. Stacy, Morrow, can you hear me? I'm on the air. Yes. Discovered as soon as the first man discovered how to use a... By all that's holy, we hear you. Or at least I do, Morrow. This stick of wood has a means of prying a large boulder aside from his... Is Stacy on Lansom Alpha 4. Can you hear us on Lansom? The opening of a likely cave. The similar use of a lever, some... Gamma 4, this is Toby Morrow, fellas. Both of your stay, or else in the galaxy, would not mean that some cultural... Shuns are coming in like a ton of bricks. Nora, now will you? Connection has ever existed between the distant cultures. How? Believe me, Paul. I do want to believe you. But isn't this a... Ever it is of basic interest to know that there was a civilized, rather short distance as interstellar distances go, three-light culture in the galaxy other than the solarium humankind. Doubt. Months is not anywhere near as far as several light-years. Less as the galaxy is explored, other cultures and civilizations. But this is just the beginning. Can I bring you the rest? Will be discovered. It is more than likely that other civilizations Do that, my dear, and will you have forever proven your... Shuns will be found, which are still thriving. In fact, it is not... Place. With you? With me? No, Paul, I mean with the... Unlikely that our technical perfection may be overshadowed. Worlds of science and men. You should know your place with... By some greater culture whose history of development may me should i you should paul where you wouldn't extend back earlier than the history of mankind want me to say this over the air not hardly donati listened to the unmistakable sound of ardent osculation with a saccharine expression on his face then the fatuous look died to be replaced by sudden excitement with one hand, he stopped the playback, and with the other, he grabbed the telephone. "'Get me Huston!' he roared. "'What do you need a telephone for?' asked the operator. The connection was made in a hurry. "'Huston, the Z-wave is in.' "'In? It's in, now, damn it, and I've got proof.' "'Proof? Don't stand there gabbing. Get over here.' "'You sure?' Donati laughed. I just heard Nora kissing Grayson via Z-Wave. You what? You heard me. The phone clicked. Donati reached for the intercom. Stop everything, he roared. Break down the first page and set up for bright red ink. Seven slug banner, Z-Wave, across the top in red. 
Get that started, and we'll write the story on the lino. Morgan, get over here and do something about it. You can run a lino. Don't bother to script it first. Go down and set it up. Timmy, bust out a picture of Grayson and Nora Phillips if you can. Jones, start a page three blast against Haydecker and it goddamn Haydecker's theory. Jason, make a repo of this tape. Lewiston, burst into the soap opera just before the grand climax with a special announcement. Brief and not too informative. Details later, you know. Forum, see if you can get a statement, as if we need one, but it'll do no harm, from Senator Beaumont. Morganster, do the same with Representative Horace. We'll print them side by side. Carol, go out to Dirty Joe's and bring me back a gallon of black coffee. The news office was ticking like a time bomb about to go off when Huston came in. His first words were, did anybody have the brains to try calling him back? Ah, I doubt it. Damn it, do it. You try calling him back. And you? Huston scowled. They're out there on Lantham's triplets, all alone and unprotected. Y'all know what happens next. I can imagine. Well, this is what amounts to war. I'm collecting what I can to go out there and see that they're protected. Good luck, said Donati. You want to hear the record before you take off? I can wait that long, yes. The superimposed recording was just ending when one of the office boys brought back two papers. One of them was Donati's with Z-Wave in bright red headlines across the top. The other was as red, as large, and as vigorous. It said merely, Lies. This is still a dirty fight, said Huston sourly. He scanned the opposition paper with a sneer. Prepared recording, false evidence, untruth, political maneuvering, smear technique, untruth, false hope, clever machine politics. Ah, oh, hell, Donati, you know the only way to shut these bastards up? I can guess. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Huston left Donati's office on the dead run. Hoagland faced his underlings across the desk, his eyes glittering. So I played a hunch and was wrong. It's not gone yet. All we have to do is play it close. But what can we do? Outguess them. How? You're not very bright, are you? sneered Hoagland. Good thing Jeffers is running the paper. You know, don't you, Jeffers? Sure. All I have to do is reproduce a recording of Grayson's first false attempt on Proxima One. Right. And then? Then the only thing that will convince the great public is to have the president of Terra himself make a talk over the Z-wave between Terra and here, and don't think that Huston won't try. Of course he'll try. Even if he were far ahead, he'd try, because he is no idiot. But if he doesn't, then the failure itself can be used. Correct, said Hoagland. So you stay tight at your desk and get ready to blast them out of their pants when President Bennington doesn't come through. Hoagland turned to a tall, slender, elderly man with a bit of a squint that came, extraordinarily, out of sharp eyes. Astronomers, he snorted. Dr. Hargrave shrugged. That's why the Galactic Survey was started, he said quietly, because we did not know the precisely accurate distances between the stars. Don't blame me. Your election date was set by law a long time ago. Don't blame me. If the galactic network is completed before election day, 
We had only physical observations to go on. It's not my fault. Hoagland nodded unhappily. I know, he admitted unhappily, but if the galactic network is completed before election day, it will be my failure. End of chapter 15